The secret to being a great photographer. That is what I want to talk about in this video. This is an observation of mine based on the fact that I've had a lot of fortune in my career to work with some incredible artists and some incredible photographers. I spent seven years in an art museum and then in the years that I've done this show, which has been eight of them now, and a lot of you that have followed the show for a while know, we have talked about a lot of the great living photographers. We've talked about a lot of the icons in the history of photography, even some people who've been rediscovered that were kind of forgotten for an amount of time. What makes them the best? What makes them the best at what they do? What is the secret to that? Uh, this year, I've been very fortunate in that I've done the Artist Series, which I've released the first three videos, and I have six more that I'm editing right now. And I handpicked all nine of the artists that I worked with on that. And these photographers represent the very best of the best. Some of them are very successful in their careers. Some of them you probably have never heard of, but they are all at the very top of their game. And if you look at the things that make somebody the best at what they do, I mean, there are a lot of things that go into that. Obviously, talent is one. Um, sometimes it can be the commercial side of things. For instance, Ansel Adams was a very talented photographer, but he was also commercially successful. He had a very good business sense. He hired somebody to work with him on this and that's how he became a household name and not to discredit him at all he was still incredible but what was the one thing that makes him incredible because there are other people you've never heard of that don't sell a lot of work but they're still amazing and you know in all the people that I've had the chance to work with the one common thread that I see between every one of them is extreme determination and it really is nothing more, nothing less, it is extreme determination. As I mentioned, everybody works a little bit differently. Everybody has a different process. Everybody has a different style. Everybody has a different way that they arrive at the work that they produce. They have different backgrounds. Some of the photographers that I've worked with went and studied in the university system. Others are completely self-taught. So that common thread though, it doesn't matter what the background is, it doesn't matter what the process is, it is extreme determination. Now inside of that extreme determination is a seed of self-motivation that operates on a very high level as well. And the reason I'm saying this, um, and the reason I wanted to do this video and talk about this a little bit, is that you know we're underway with photography assignments right now. And I've gotten a lot of great feedback from you guys on that. And I did a, a video on motivation the other day. And after I did that video, I was still thinking about it. And the next day I was actually driving back from the store and I was still thinking about it. And I guess some of this comes to mind because in, in a week I'm gonna be a year older, and I do mean older. And it's interesting, I've noted, of the way that I think of things now versus the 18-year-old, 20-year-old Ted and the way he dealt with things. Um, I've changed a lot over the years. I think that's fairly normal. I think most people do. Um, but when I was younger, I would tend to overcomplicate everything. Back in those days, I, I photographed on a very amateur level, but I was really serious about music, and that's what my degree is in. I went to music school, got my degree, and I studied composition. I studied jazz performance at one point and various things. And there were, at that time, there were still photographers that I looked up to, but there were also musicians that I looked up to and artists, and I wanted to be on that level. And when I would look at that and I would like try to figure out, okay, what is the difference between me and them? I had such a respect for people that I looked up to and my heroes that a lot of times, and I didn't even realize I was consciously doing this, but I was putting a mental blinder up into whatever I was doing wasn't good enough. It wasn't because I was able to do it. Um, I was mortally able to like do something to get me closer to something and I would put a block up and I would overcomplicate everything that I did. And it's funny looking back at that now, and that's why I'm smiling because now that I'm much older, I look back and I think it was so simple. Um, I mentioned this in that motivation video. If you are a photographer, if you want to be a photographer, you need to take photographs. It is that simple. 
that simple. Every one of the photographers, and I talk about this extreme determination, you can tell that every one of them gets up in the morning and it's not a question of, oh my gosh, I should shoot something or I haven't done this yet, or it's just when, I'm, what are we doing today? And I can tell every one of them, it's like that's what drives them in life. Um, I've made comments about some of the feedback that I've had to help you guys with this along too. And it's it's really interesting, the variation that I've had on that. And I used to teach as an adjunct professor at a local college here. And it, it's actually similar, but you know, within the university system or any kind of higher education for that matter, you have assignments, you have deadlines, you have tuition you're paying, you have teachers that are expecting things out of you, you have finals, you have midterms and all those things. But even then, having gone through that system myself and having taught in it, you still need to be self-motivated. You gotta get your work done. You've gotta figure it out. And if you're there because you think that the system is somehow going to hand you some secret that you don't know, I think you're gonna be very disappointed because that doesn't exist. Now, I'm not bagging on college, and for anybody who wants to pursue a college degree, even in photography, I, I fully support that. I think that's a wonderful idea because there are things that you will learn in colleges and experiences that you will have that really aren't available anywhere else and they're very special in that regard. Are they necessary? No. Education is a tool. It's just like this camera, or this microphone, or the monitor, or whatever. It's a tool to help you get something that's going to get you down the road, you know, from point A to point B. And it's going to do it much differently. Can you be self-taught? Absolutely. There's no right or wrong way to do anything, but that is still at the core, self-motivation. I remember when I was in college, um, it was my last semester there, and I got paired up the summer, actually it was the last year I was there, but that summer I got paired up with a composition teacher who ended up being one of my favorite teachers there. And we, he, the way we did this is we would get all of his students together in the summer, even though we were going to be studying privately with him during the year, and we would kind of have a little meet and greet to get together, and he would kind of give us some of his ethos into musical composition. I'll never forget this because it was one of my favorite, it was a life-changing afternoon. And he was talking about the difference between Mozart and Beethoven. And he said, well, you know, you have Mozart over here who represents the extreme savant. Um, Mozart, he couldn't write a bad note. He performed at a, a very high level of consistency. He was extremely prolific. And as Dr. Windsor said, he would just shit the music out, you know, and, and it didn't seem like he had to try for anything. It was so natural with Mozart. And, and, and just in this huge volume of work that it was just this Herculean effort to get that out. Look on the other end of the continuum, you have Beethoven who struggles. Beethoven is constipated. He can't get it out sometimes and he has to think about it and mull over it and agonize over it. And it's a very different extreme. But the thing that's beautiful about both those is that you have the Mozart that's exciting, the, the natural spontaneity of it, the Olympian. And then on the other side, you have Beethoven who's more human. And it's more like, okay, this is achievable because he struggled on this. This is, you can identify with that. And that's what's amazing is those two sides of, of that spectrum on that. And so I, that was really a life changer for me because um, I think it put me in a place, one, where, okay, and I've learned this over the years, is that you can admire the, the people that it comes very easy for. And at the same time, it's okay to work. That's why on the photo assignments, this is really important, guys, is that really my goal on this is I don't care about deadlines. I don't, I don't really even care. I mean, some people won't do these. I get it. It's okay. 
I'm actually pleasantly surprised with the response that I've got so far. I'll give you an example. Um, I have not introduced the social component about this yet, and I already have people. And the reason I did that, it was very deliberate, because what'll happen every time I do this is you'll announce something, here's the social component, and people will just go grab old work and put it up, which is okay, and you can analyze your old work, but I want you guys to be in the moment with this, and I want you to work along with, with the group on this as much as you can, and I want you to be excited about these. And I want you to get something, because really the... The entire point of me doing these photo assignments is I want to provide something that is going to be challenging, that is going to allow us to discover things about ourselves and our own work that's going to end up making a difference. It's going to impact us creatively, it's going to affect the way we think, and it's going to allow us to fail. Now we will give ourselves permission to fail because failing is important. Failing is what you learn from. And a lot of people end up ultimately failing because they don't give themselves permission to fail, ever. And it's very sad, but that's the way you need to work and it's the way you need to approach these. And I think we're gonna have a lot of fun in the end. And anyway, to the people, I really appreciate those that have gone ahead and already started putting these on Twitter and tagging me because they're excited. And that is pretty exciting to me. And I've also had people that are a little more timid about it and they're asking a lot of questions. Don't overthink these, have fun with them. They're going to be experimental, which means you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, you can even amend the assignment if you think that's the way to go. I don't know, it just depends. But then I've also had people that have talked to me about time constraints and time concerns. And like I said, it's really hard for me to help you if you can't figure out what that time is. And I don't think that with photography or anything, uh, I think time is what we make of it sometimes. And I know this has definitely been this way in my life. There have been times where I have been extremely busy. Um, when I started this show, actually, when I started making videos and putting them online, I had a full-time day job at an art museum that was more than 40 hours a week. And I was an adjunct professor at that time, and I taught at least three classes a week. And one semester, I did an online thing, too. And I had very little time. And it was funny because I'd come home, and I still really wanted to make my videos. And so I knew that I had one hour to make a video or 30 minutes to make a video. I'd get a video done. I didn't allow myself any time. The way time works with me anyway is that if I have it, I'll try and fill it. Um, again, back to the younger Ted making everything more complicated than it needed to be. I think when I was younger, and I still do this now sometimes, if I have six hours to do something and you finish it in three, then I feel kind of weird. Like, well, there's three hours left. I did it wrong. I got to spend some more time on this. So I'll spend more time. And so as a result, what I do is I will overthink everything and then I'll do it all real fast at the last minute. So we all work in different ways. But what I'm saying is even if you have time constraints, if you have 15 minutes a week, 30 minutes a week, an hour a week, and that's it, then use it wisely. Get something done in that hour. Go make some photographs. That's what you've got to do. Remember, this is the secret to being a great photographer. And I'm not kidding. It sounds like a clickbaity title and all. I really am not kidding. This is the common thread that I've seen in all the photographers that I've had the utmost pleasure to work with. Um, Gregory Crudson, William Wegman, um, Graciela Itubide. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've worked with some of the best of the best. And that's one thing that I've gotten the sense of in talking to them, they are all determined. There's no question, am I gonna make pictures? It's, I am a photographer and this is what I do. And prepare, because here it comes, you know? Anyway, so I hope that helps you guys. I hope that makes sense. I know some people have still had trouble getting their heads around the, the journal idea. And I know the journal idea is a little bit old school and it's a little bit foreign to some people. And so to help you out, I will do some videos later this week where I'm gonna show you what I'm doing with mine. There is no right or wrong way to do it. You don't have to do it, but maybe it would help to see some stuff is what I'm saying. If you guys enjoyed this video, please remember to like it, share it, and as always, subscribe to The Art of Photography so you'll always be up to date on all the great stuff that we do here. And until the next video, I'll see you guys then. Later.